0: Hey, part two right away. Cruising the field, back with my special guest, entrepreneur, successful woman, Jenny Warden. How you doing, Jenny? Oh, video locking hey. up again. So Still
1: good. Something weird's happening with the video. I there. I must
0: be mine. I'll go back. Anyways, so continue on your story about musicians, right? In the finding places.
1: Uh, that's just it. It's, it's uh, I. I was just using that as an example of how we bring you know the totality of who we are to our politics and our experience. In the city is that that you know everybody has a a myriad of experiences and a really functional city council even the smaller city council that we have now should reflect that diversity of experience and that breadth of of expertise that members bring to it and if our council all looks the same or all comes from the same background they're all former city planners or former poli-sci majors or former business people then what we're really doing is lacking dimension Mm -hmm. and Cheating ourselves of the expertise of the full range of citizens in the city. I
0: don't know why I'm frozen here. <laughs> I mean, I know, You're frozen confused. and
1: I can maybe see myself fr- three times. It's very I confusing. I know, <laughs> I know, I
0: know. There's so many. maybe maybe because the element's converting, I guess. Let me just see what I can do here. Uh that down. See, go back. Anyways, uh, next subject, when I go into politics, how did you find the election?
1: Um, for me, the election was incredibly rewarding. Uh, It didn't start out that way I think as I said at the beginning of this you know this started out my campaign in Ward 19 started out with me alone on my couch and a few friends and I created a little website uh and then I posted the announcement when I took my nomination papers down to City Hall and it got a fair bit of interest um and things only spiraled from there uh so, I had a really rewarding experience. It was tough at first. It was summertime. People were on vacation. I wasn't meeting a lot of support. I was canvassing on my own a lot. Um, and uh, I just wasn't sure how this was going to go. i I didn't receive a few key endorsements, which was pretty pretty heartbreaking, um despite having really good contacts with with the endorsing groups. Um, and then in September, it really started to pick up steam and I got some amazing individual endorsements from people like our former MPP, Rima Burns McGowan, our former city councillor, Janet Davis, um, you endorsed me, um, yeah. a, a, a Acorn gave me an endorsement, Sarah Polly endorsed me, oh, yes. um, David Miller retweeted my campaign midi- campaign video, which was made by the amazing Peter DeKuny. Um and uh, I started getting, you know, more in, my my, cam- my campaign manager, Kayla, worked her butt off to get me as much recognition as possible. And uh, as a result, the Toronto Star contacted me for some comments on some issues. And this T- Toronto Star Vote Compass came out, and that really helped the people who whose politics and whose ideology aligned with mine to find me and it started to get really exciting. I had very positive experiences at most doors um, and I knocked on a lot of doors.
0: i remember saw your your tweets every day like oh my (laughs) gosh
1: it's hard. (laughs) It's tough but it's also I think really rewarding and I think very important because um, the people who come out to your campaign events are by and large people who already support you and who already know who you are and who are already interested um the people who write you letters who check out your website they're fantastic but they're the engaged folks when you meet people where they are at their doors you get a real chance to find out what's on their mind and you're not selecting for any group of people right you just you find out what people need who they are what they support and how you guys can work together and it was really instructive and very rewarding That's
0: so nice wow I was going to ask you at the beginning when you put your name in, were you nervous about canvassing by yourself? How, going to, how far was it going to go? Um,
1: I wasn't super nervous. Uh, my partner, I knew my partner was coming home and he's been active on a lot of p- political campaigns in the past. I knew he would come out with me. I had some pledges of support from the, the same people who encouraged me to run. Um, and my rule was, you know, I can go door to door on my own in daylight hours. It's fine. We do buildings as a group. Um, That's good.
0: That's and,
1: good. And uh, just because you know, once you're inside a building, there's a little less ability to, to, you know, extricate yourself from any situations. And we didn't have any bad situations. We had great, great receptions in the buildings. Um, uh, Alejandra Ruiz Vargas, the former NDP uh, candidate for uh, federal politics came with me. She's a, a Crackerjack tenant rights activist, uh, active with Acorn, and we did a lot of the buildings on Dawes Road together. Um, Dr. Jill Andrew came and canva- did a tenants' right canvas with me, and we were able to connect with a lot of people who don't typically get a lot of politicians knocking on their doors oh, and asking nice. them what's important to them.
0: So they're because, surprised you are knocking on the doors, like, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, because buildings are not where you win elections, apparently. That's,
0: you know, it's funny you said that. They're surprised they're not people are knocking on the doors because this is your first time running, right? So the other candidates and the other incumbents, they didn't knock on their doors or what? Guess not. <laughs> well, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, are we talking like a lot of doors you're knocking on, like a lot of certain areas or what?
1: Well, I was, I was mostly in, I did a lot of work in buildings. Okay. A lot of work in apartment buildings.
0: Um, nobody knocked on the doors except you?
1: Uh, Not so many people. And I was often the first person they'd seen in a long time.
0: That's funny. Yeah, i had, I didn't have anybody here except for one for uh one counselor was uh, for my ward uh running he was only one guy out of the seven guys mm-hmm. once in our building. So it says something about the uh, buildings too. They I don't think they discriminate or what, or they just avoid it or just you know.
1: I spoke to a lot of people and um in general, people in apartment buildings, tenants in particular, uh have lower voter i Yeah, yeah. Yay, you're back. I think when it um, so have- the video,
0: that's why it does that, the other video. Okay, yeah.
1: that makes a lot of sense. Um, so, I, you know, I think there tends to be lower turnouts in buildings. It's hard to build relationships because tenants tend to turn over a lot more. So you don't get good lists. And I didn't have any lists, so it was fine. I was like, I don't not have a good list. I just don't have a list. Um, I downloaded the voter list from the city, of course, but okay. they weren't. You know it wasn't like a campaign database where we had an existing relationship with homeowners or i was you know looking at the ones and the twos and figuring out who was who who we could move along the dial i just knocked on every door um so we went up to dawes road and we knocked on doors in the buildings there we went into the buildings on Gerrard street we went into the buildings at main square and uh talked to as many people as we could. We we didn't talk to everybody and I'm still sorry about that, but we were a small team and for at least the month of August and early September, we were a very small team. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um so there's only so many and there's ninety thousand people in this ward and about forty five thousand dwellings.
0: Oh, yeah. I know That's people say well you out to my door like I had I had as a kid I did I had people go, like, well, you didn't come to my war. I go, I wasn't your war. I just didn't get over there. You know, it's hard. It's you it's know, hard.
1: it's tough. And yeah, certainly when you're doing the whole city, it's it's mammoth. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I had I fun know, doing exactly. it, you know, you know but uh, I was going to ask you about the uh, politics. Uh, let's jump ahead now. The election's over. You didn't win. I saw some of your tweets, and I was just being enthusiastic. I was being hard on people because I didn't want, like I said, I saw you and other candidates. And I never seen somebody candidates so strong in the backgrounds. Bring it to the city and I just, you know, I don't want them to give up. I really don't. I stuck, I don't feel something. I always stuck for the candidates. I defended every candidate who's got attacked by uh journalists saying you're nobodies and all that. But uh when I saw your tweets and you and I kept I kept harassing you. I mean, I'm sorry. I said, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna give up. You're not gonna you're gonna do it again or whatever, you know, but you know, you're taking it easy and you're just then you said you uh, find a new job, but you're gonna keep back to the community and I said, Good, I'm glad. Because I don't want you to give up your uh to give up all that spirit that you have, like you're back to the hospital. Not just the case of doing checkers and stuff, they love your company. And that's the main thing. You keep them company and that's your energy there and see all that and what you've been through. I mean, just to say, I, I'm getting, I've seen some kind just gone into hiding or just kind of screwed by I say, you know, I wish they come back because you know what? There's a that magic in the air, that magic in the heart. You just can't give it up. You just can't dampen that spirit. Once you, it's like an egg. Once you just crack that egg, you just can't go back in the shell anymore. You got to like,
1: you know? <laughs> It's true. Now, I don't begrudge anybody a bit of a rest. I certainly oh, yeah, uh, had a bit yeah. of a burnout period after oh, the election, yeah. as I said, I'm still trying to get these thank you cards out. I'm sorry, no. supporters, no, 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 uh, no, no, it's, no, it's happening. Sorry. But, you know, um, and I also know that for those of us who, who really put, you know, not just candidates, but campaign supporters, volunteers, who really, you know, were looking for something different from our city out of this election, um, right now, with the budget, with the um, the need to open the warming centers, with everything that's happening at the province, with Bill 23, with the strong mayor powers, it's actually very difficult to know where to put your energy. It's not that people don't want to help, it's that there's a lot happening, and it's very hard to know. Oh, here's my cat.
0: Hey! Oh, my gosh, that's so nice. So hey, so beautiful. Oh. Yeah. See, you're good with nature. I knew it. See, cats speed up. Cats cats are very they're so sensitive people. So I love her face. Oh she's
1: she's the queen of the house.
0: Oh my gosh, she's so cute. I love her face. Oh oh my (laughs)
1: cats. Before somebody came in to tell me that it's time to pay attention to something other than the computer.
0: Oh my Um, gosh. See, um, there's things
1: that I think that it's it's tough for people to even know. Where to focus or which projects to take on because there's just so much. And certainly, I've had a bit of that myself, right? Like it's it's not, you know, the campaign wasn't my full time job. It was my full time after work weird hobby. Um, And now, you know, I still I have a new job and I'm finding my way into that. And there's still so much that needs to happen in the city. You know, we're we're still looking at a budget that starves our city services that asks us to do more with less. To take care of each other better in a time when prices are
0: rising it, it should be like you know it should be like that to get to this point right now as we're talking all that struggle all that focus, all these groups out there there's so many groups out there you know like yeah. i say you know it's such a shame that they're still fighting like today the warming center why are they fighting how many years is going on acorn 16 years going on tch 23 years trying to get housing done you know yeah. why should they fight might be something here's an oxymoron I mean, we want your vote we'll talk to you, we'll socialize you, we'll come to your events, we'll be your, we'll kiss your babies. Thanks for getting us in. Now we need your help from the community. Who are you? <laughs> you know, it's
1: like Yeah, and I mean, so I think it, like that. I think that, you know, it's it can be tough for those of us in the activist stream to sort of even know where to focus, especially when we no longer have the ability to do everything all at once, right? Sure. I had some amazing volunteers in my campaign. They're off doing their own things now and as well they should. Um so I'm you know, trying to take all of the stuff I learned from the campaign and apply it and keep tabs on the city and do a bit deputation to the budget committee and prepare letters to my counselor about opening warming centers and coordinate with groups that are trying to organize tenants. And it's a lot um, I would love, I would love to have a city that I trusted to take care of us well enough that I could focus on one project. Oh, so nice. but I could just like advocate for bike lanes that would be yes. so amazing I would love that but as it is you know I think a lot of us who really had a vision for a city that that invested in its people that invested in a sustainable economy that that invested in an in the environment that was really serious about honoring its commitment to the original people um, those of us who really believed in that we still feel like there's just so much to do Um uh, and we need to take care of each other and support each other and recognize that sometimes people just need to take a step back and figure out what they can do and where they had best put their energies
0: and like you said um, our background is like i said and we talked many debates about this for the mayors like the rich can't help the poor you gotta be poor to help the city right you gotta be there you gotta be a single mother you got to be a stepmother you gotta be a cat lover you gotta be a musician you can't just go in there and the, with a nonchalant, you know, without exposure and background. Like, I live in poverty. I live on the streets. I was like, so I can understand that. I can relate with that. like you take that in the city, you know. What they spend, like, a million dollars, like, cheap change. To us, five bucks is, like, life for a week. And you got to relate that. And that's not their, like, their attitude. I'm not being mean, but the attitude is a nonchalant, rich, white, <laughs> privileged, go back to night, comfy homes, you know. And then you say, okay, we'll check out the city on our own, you know, on our time. Not our time, their time, and that's a mistake. I forget
1: case. who it was today. I think uh, it was Gru who tweeted today that he was sitting beside Diana Chan McNally when a certain counselor referred to warming shelters as luxury items. Yes, yeah, yes,
0: yeah. Thompson. The
1: city's budget. I wasn't Thompson. going to name names, but you can you can go ahead. No, and no, I'm. I'm <laughs> when you
0: going to get fifty nine. Don't care. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
0: no, he, he said it. No, it's it's on yeah. the video. It's now, I don't it's, understand
1: how you can refer to. A place where people can come that's in. That's what at the attitude home. is
0: the rich attitude, luxury. What is luxury to so us? Having a warmer center is luxury? Geez, I wonder what having a what, what is what is poverty to us? Living in the gutter? You
1: yeah, know? like it shouldn't.
0: That's it that should. rich, snotty attitude. I've got money, you know, and it is. I'm not going to think if people are rich. you earn your money, you're earning it. That's fine. But you know what? Don't want old standards, richness on people like us because they're not going to work.
1: Or just acknowledge that that a need is a need, and yeah. at the moment we're talking about a need, it is not a luxury, and it is not a question of choice. It is a moral imperative.
0: A luxury is something permanent. It's not okay. permanent. warming center is temporary, right?
1: A luxury <laughs> is also something unnecessary, right? Like I have my nails paint, painted purple. That is a little a little luxury I give myself. Um, a luxury.
0: Oh, well, you can go to the warming center right now.
1: <laughs> I yes, <laughs> you know this is not a thing I need in order to be okay.
0: Well, yeah, why can't we have luxury? Why can't we have perks like we, you?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. We I
0: think we be, should have luxuries. Why do ODSP, people in power living on the streets, why do you have to struggle? Why do you have to have a, why do you have to, like, grovel? I'm not saying they grovel, but I'm saying, like, they're pleading at city council, like, today, pleading for this, pleading for warming centers. Why do they have to lower themselves? I'm saying, um, they're lowering themselves to reach these rich people's standards to get in there, and it should be like that, you know?
1: It should not. As I said, sure. I think, you know, if, if we are serious that housing is a human right, which I am. It is. Then uh-huh. we cannot say that a warming center is a luxury. What a warming center is, is a telling sign of our failure to make good on our commitment to our communities.
0: It's what they they going to call a cooling center in
1: summer. <laughs> also is- very important because, and, and that's something that you know we're going to need more and more of as well because the temperature is not going down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. we're not like doing anything should, do we got to this point we shouldn't be like that all these projects acorn odsp you know isabella my very fellow candidate i talk to her all the time she's a strong advocate she's amazing people don't realize yeah. how smart she is we, we talk back to her all the well, time she is
1: brilliant yeah oh
0: she's yeah if you want anything about housing like we did the housing debate we said this is your thing isabella you know and she didn't if i told didn't get endorsed, but she should have but uh she's amazing but uh, we talk about it all the time she's property she's trans we talked we had a video about her an interview, and I'm uh, just saying, so I know, what you want, I know what you want to talk about, the incumbent. <laughs> I,
1: you know what? I'm okay not talking about him. He's He's got a job to do, and okay. uh, we're right. paying attention.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, His job is now to represent me, as well as the people, you know, me and the people who voted for me, as well as all the people who voted for him, and all the people who voted for the other candidates and all the folks who didn't vote. And uh, I know what I would like to see from my city councillor. Mm-hmm. And, and it's up to him to decide you know whether that meshes with his priorities for this ward. I know that he has a strong belief in this neighborhood and this ward. Um, he, That was a, a platform of his, of his campaign and I know that he is really committed to a vision of the city that uh that has housing for more people. Yeah. Um, and
0: He's
1: an urban planner you know. Yeah he sure was.
0: I went down for his I purposely went down because I heard a lot of things about him, uh, your your, your group there and some other people about who is Brad, Brad Brad okay I went down there to the campaign to go check it out myself because everybody was talking about him my fellow candidates mirrors I said you know I'm going to go down I'm good with people I get vibes on people I'm going to go I'm going to go down I went there met him for the first time because I used to bug him on the video and make cheese te- uh, about him and I met him shook his hand did canvassing him for that day on his opening campaign in the city and then I endorsed him boy and I get a lot of stink for that one but I said you know what I'm good with people and you know what I'm going to say it right now, he's a good guy. Unfortunately, he's under the wrong leadership.
1: Should have come and canvassed with us. We had more fun.
0: I, oh, well, yeah, I, <laughs> I got it by that. I know. But the thing is, um, so. He didn't, um, have that, he didn't have the restrictions. He could do a lot more, like I'm saying.
1: Mm, you know? We choose our allies, don't we?
0: Uh, yeah, that's true. You no, know? unfortunately, that happens, right? You we know? choose
1: our allies and we choose our votes. But as a person, okay.
0: like I said, like he's, even like, not only him, but other, I've had other candidates or incumbents. And I'll see this, and they got this vibe of restriction on them. Like there's a, they can do so much, but there's a certain detail they can't go past. I don't know why. It's just because of the the coercion or whatever, but just to just feel I yeah. Like I know like uh, like Davis is retired. You know Davis, you're in Dorsey, right? She's an amazing mm-hmm. woman, you know? And I, I see her stories about things she went through as a counselor, like, you know, the like things she wanted. And that's a perfect example right there. She's doing her tweets, right? Her, her comments and all, right? And that's just right. Like the perfect example. What she what she wanted done there in the city back then this is back then. mean, like when you no know, women are now more stronger now than back then. Like, no fighting. Anymore.
1: I don't think you'd you'd have to look really hard to find a uh, an advocate stronger than Janet Davis in no, any
0: like Back then, like like she was one of what she stood up as one of the most, right? Yeah, yep. but I, like I, like I can't think of right now any other public, uh What's your what's that? Bringing range? like there's some other ones, but like I also feel like they could uh, if they just you know were curtailed by you know i'm gonna say discriminating men right
1: as i said i think you know we we choose you know when when we're talking about the can the current candidate the current counselor of ward 19 when we're talking about people in politics we choose our allies and we choose where we're going to deliver our support yeah. um we choose which of our constituents we're going to listen to and we should listen to all of them but i you know Certainly, some people have more influence than others, and we know that.
0: Yeah, and
1: uh, I think that we can really, like, ultimately, we have to judge politicians on the strength of the policies that they support and the work that they do. We'll and that, that it's to me, true. is what somebody's okay. record. Is, you know? I'm going to so,
0: pick, pick, pick your brain. Sure. Okay. You're now Jenny Warden run for council. you got all experience as a volunteer. When You're a politician right now. Yes, I, I am. <laughs> You've sold yourself to the other side there. Woman. But anyways, my question is, somebody comes up to you, you see a preacher person getting volunteered and getting involved in the community, and she comes up to you says, excuse me, Jenny Warden. what advice would you give me to become a better community advocate and a supporter or into policy? As your experience, what would you get what, what would you tell her?
1: Oh, my goodness. That's such a great question. Um, I love it.
0: That's why I ask people questions like this.
1: <laughs> yeah. So first of all, I'd say build your networks because any project you undertake, you're going to need help. So find the people who are passionate about the same thing that you're passionate about and get involved with them and then figure out what it is that you bring to the table. So in my case, I'm, I'm, you know, a fairly good speaker. I'm very good at written communications. I'm really good at organizing ideas and meetings. I run a mean meeting. Um, That's what I can bring to a group. Uh, uh, Plus, I have years of experience, you know, working in city organizing in various capacities. Um, So, you know, and and show up, show up and do the things. And if nobody if you can't find the people who are interested in what you're in, get out there on whatever social media is in your neighborhood groups in your Mastodon or Twitter or any other social feed on your Instagram and talk about the thing and bring those people to you and then start working on something. Pick a project. Try to pick a project that you can actually accomplish, you know, look at your SMART goals um, because you'll feel better about something that you can be successful at. Um, and also you'll, you'll see an impact. Um, and then know what it is that your principles are and always, always work within your principles. Don't compromise, don't be the kind of person you don't wanna be because at the end of the day, you have to live with yourself. You have to live with your community. It will come back to bite you if you compromise on your principles. Um, And that can be very difficult. It can be very tempting to, to compromise on certain things, to soften certain messages, to not lean into things that you know are not gonna be very popular with certain potential allies to accept support from somebody who might extract your support later in a way that you're not happy with. But you have to live with yourself at the end of the day. And um, when when I was active with East Centers Against Racism, at the first meeting, one of my colleagues, Farah Mawani said to me, said to all of us, how we do something is as important as what we try to do. So nice. And that really stuck with me, how we do the thing is as important as the thing that we do. So that's the other thing I'd say is, is be aware of how you wanna do the things. Do you wanna be non-hierarchical? Do you wanna be collaborative? Or is it really important to you that you make the thing happen come hell or high water and, and that is you know important above all else? Understand that about yourself going in and take those values and those principles with you to everything that you do. Um, One of the things that I did when I was was knocking on doors in the campaign, people would say, so what promises are you making? And I'd say, I'm not promising you a darn thing. (laughs) What I'm here is to tell you what my priorities are and I'm here to find out what your priorities are and if our priorities align, maybe you wanna vote for me so that we can work on these things together. Because I was not going to start my relationship with the people of Beaches and East York with a lie, with a promise that I couldn't keep. That's important to me. It's important to me that we build a relationship of mutual trust and respect and that we work together in a way that, that doesn't ask me to lie and that doesn't leave the people with whom I'm working disappointed. Um, so it's very important to me. And so I think it's really important to anybody starting out to know, you know, think about what your values are. And you might find them through your work. Um, And then finally, bring the joy. If you hate it, you need to stop and ask yourself why you're doing it because (laughs) this work is hard and it can feel difficult and it can ask a lot of you, but it's gotta be joyful as well. It's gotta give you something back. Bring the joy because if our communities can't rejoice together, come together in hope and optimism, we're doing something wrong, and we're not going to survive.
0: Gosh, sounds like your acceptance speech. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Just to me,
1: I think about this a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it's so nice, right? from right, right from the heart. It ah, make me all teary eyed. But um, next question is, you have a stepson, right? How's your stepson? He's 19. So, so uh, how long you know him? Like all like since so, kid? I've
1: been yeah. part of his life since he was four.
0: Okay, so my question is what do you want your stepson to see about you when he gets, well, he's older now, like- He's he older now. You, what's that?
1: See, he's, he's already he's already all grown up, so- yeah. um, So
0: when he sees you, what do you want to portray to your, as your stepson, like when he's, you, you know, when he looks at when he looks at stepmom getting, he says like, you know what, she did this or she did this or she influenced in a certain way. What would you like to on?
1: One of the things that I'm really proud about with, with my parenting is that my kid knows that his dad and I will always help. That if he has a friend and they have a problem, he can bring that person to us, we'll sort it out. If somebody needs a place to stay, we will find a place to stay. If somebody needs a meal, we will as a family find them a meal. If somebody needs some guidance or some help, and that is a value that we've tried really hard to live because communities don't work if we don't all show up um, and embody. And so one of the things that makes me proudest is when he comes to me and says, hey, Jenny, I need some help making this happen. I need some help. My friend needs a place to stay. Can Can we make that happen? That he trusts our family to be there for his community.
0: It's amazing. Yeah, wow. Big family, actually, not just you three. There's like you're talking like family is right now the whole community. You know
1: we have so many aunties, uncles, cousins, honorary siblings, honorary kids, um, and every single one of them is a gift from heaven.
0: That's so nice. I love it. a gift from heaven. All right, a gift from heaven. Taking part time with an angel. <laughs> I love it. So, like my dad. Like my my dad. My mom. Same way they raised us. I used to bring guys back to the military down on weekends from Borden. And, like, I met guys later on. They say, you know, we don't, you remember your dad. You know, they had, like, they had bad, bad uproats. They say, I wish we had a dad like you, mm. like, like your dad, you know. And that just says right there, you know. And they say, we see your dad and you right now as he's passed on now. But I say, you know, just like you're talking, like your your kids trust you. That's the thing. They trust you when they come to you in anything. That's the big thing about parenting and trust with like today's kids. Communication is such a big thing, right? And you're a great communicator. And your son sees that in you, you know? That's amazing. I just uh, and you know, I love your appreciation you for nature. I know I I buggy about you to have a gift of nature, but you can always tell people in nature, like your cat. And uh well, you know what I told me about your nature it was your video. When you did your video, Are uh, you opening you know your opening scene?
1: hmm
0: Oh, sunrise and all I said. That's so nice, you know. That was
1: I mean, I I again all credit to my videographer, Peter, who really um found found the beauty and found saw what I see in the city and created a video that reflected my love for the city my vision for the city and me in a way that just blew my mind Um, we worked really hard on that video together and he brought an amazing sensibility to it Um, and I was so proud of it I was so proud of how well it resonated with people Um, but I you know I could not have done that on my own without an Absolutely fantastic video storyteller.
0: You know what I like about your video is uh, like you do you're, you're, you're talking in your video, but in your video, you don't like you're not actually talking in the video, but there's in the background. But what I like about I'm a people watcher and also get eyes and the where the guy that did your video, he captured the emotions in your eyes as you did each scene. And you can see I saw it in your eyes. You can see each thing in your eyes, you're loving the eyes, you're concerned about people the way you talk they look about you, looking straight in the eyes. And that's what that's what caught me about you besides the uh original people the video guy caught, caught the emotions without speaking inner eyes and your love for the city and I said yeah that's amazing so tell your guy kudos to what he did I'll let it.
1: Peter know Peter to cutting people he's uh he's an amazing amazing videographer and, and video editor
0: that's good so what's your any future projects for yourself anything you're into right now or uh
1: uh, right now, uh, I think, as I mentioned earlier, I am preparing a deputation for the Budget Council about our city's nice. budget. I am uh, being a a uh, fly in the ointment and reminding my city councilor that we need to open warming centers. Uh, I do need to do some tenant rights work, and uh, I've got some other projects that I'm not really ready to announce yet, but uh, they're in the works. Well, I was going to ask
0: you, what do you do for fun besides uh, playing, <laughs> besides sing? what else do you do for hobbies?
1: Well I, well, I ride my bike. I'm a, an avid cyclist. Um, I also do a little bit of downhill skiing. My partner's on the Canadian ski patrol. So um, nice. I get to go up skiing with him and I have my very own personal ski patroller, which is That's great. Cool. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying uh, skating over at Dieppe Park in the mornings right now. I go out for a little morning skate. I'm not very good at it, um, but I can certainly you know keep, keep myself upright and go backwards and forwards and turn around and stop. And uh, that gets me out in the fresh air. Um, I love baking.
0: Oh and, yeah. I, yeah. Did, I did cookies yesterday with
1: my mom. I saw so that's what I was saying. When I was saying I had an idea for your cookies, the idea was you should send them. Oh yeah, what's
0: the thing a video? Yeah. I had an idea what <laughs> was it? Yeah, You know I everything mean? I mean, everything Um I've yeah,
1: currently I mean, got bread like, rising over on the you know radio. Give me emails I got and tweets about What's the, <laughs> idea? What's the idea? And he didn't finish it. I'm like what is the idea? I thought something was a video. The idea was cookies are good, you should eat them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and share them with your friends who also like cookies. I thought they're all like everybody kept. Like, what's her idea? What's your idea? She doesn't answer the question. Like, oh my gosh. The idea <laughs> is that cookies are good. Oh, cookies um, are good. I
0: okay, guess the answer. Yeah, okay. It's a really good
1: idea. Funny. Um, so that's a lot of what I do. I also um I'm active with the Toronto Contra Dance, which is kind of like Jane Austen meets square dancing. It's oh, a participatory cool. dance form we do once a month here in Toronto, and it's a lot, a lot of fun.
0: You have like I a, a your presentation in public?
1: We no um it's participatory so it's not really something that looks great from the outside but it's a lot of fun to do. Uh, so every dance is taught and called and we have a beginner session and live music. So that's the Toronto contra dance um super fun. So I keep myself pretty busy uh when I'm not running for election or working my day job.
0: Amazing. Is there a, a site that people have signed up for your dancing? So they can go to check it out?
1: Uh, Google Toronto Contra, C-O-N-T-R-A, dance, yeah, and okay. uh, you should be able to find find us no problem. Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm up to right now. Uh, I know you,
0: you know, read a so, lot of books. Is all the books you read I do read anything? a lot
1: of books. I mean, these are dictionaries. I don't sit down and read them, um, and usage <laughs> books. Uh, I worked as an editor for 15 years, so I have a lot of books about language. These are science fiction and fantasy. There's more all over the house books about Toronto, books about history, books about women, um, all sorts of stuff going on there. Uh, and then, you know, spending time with my family, that that cliche. Um, I but- was teasing the
0: other, you had a, you, had a, you had a tweet you read, your son made dinner. I was bugging you about it.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And you're giving him a hard time. I said, poor, old,
1: poor guy, what's he ready to give him a hard time for? It? He's fine. <laughs> I know. I know. He's what are
0: fine. You mean lasagna?
1: He made a shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie, yeah, the
0: shepherd's pie. It's so cool. Shepherd's pie.
1: That's yeah. So, cool. so wow. uh, uh, we're gonna
0: uh, do some... is there, is there gonna, can anybody get a hold of you? Is your website still up? For your my website's
1: valley? down because uh, I just needed to take the campaign site down. Um, okay. I'll be putting up another website. I don't know sometime when I get around to building one, but you can find me on Twitter, Jenny Warden T O. Okay. You can find me on Mastodon, but I have to remember what I am there. But if you look for Jenny Warden, there aren't that many of us in the world. Um. You can find me on Facebook, uh Jenny Warden. Uh I think Instagram is still Jenny Warden, so it's it's fairly easy to find me. And that's Warden W O R D E N. Jenny is J-E-N-N-I-E. They're deceptively hard to spell. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> I, got about, I got five minutes left, so I'm gonna ask you another question. To pick your brain. Out of all your volunteering years, has anybody ever come up to you uh once or twice? And you know what? Thank you, Jenny, for making a difference in my life. What you did for me or what the community just made a difference.
1: You know, uh, both in my volunteering and in my professional life, I've been really fortunate to meet and engage with people in really exciting ways. Um, uh, I used to have a subscriber at my orchestra who would call me just to chat and to tell me what a difference the orchestra made, and that was that was professional, but it was still incredibly rewarding. Oh, nice. Um, Volunteering-wise, you know, I have... The groups that I've worked with, the people in them are still in contact with us, um, with with each other, and these were some of my my major supporters in my campaign. Um, and just Friday night, I spent a bunch of time with um, a a woman who I helped when she first arrived in Canada, and we're applying for colleges now. Oh and yes, that's so nice. So, I love it. You know, people don't have to say you made a huge difference because they're still part of my life
0: i also say, can you imagine, like, like, with this lady that you just mentioned, but maybe you may not know, but maybe when you're possibly in heaven, you'll say, all these people that you affected without you realizing it right now are out there, and they're gonna say, you know, Jenny Ward made a difference in my life, but they haven't told you yet. But I'm just and- saying, just to make the the, the, fly on the wall, the, the, the ripple effect, like you said, of the lady, of just so many things you've done, you know, like, there's so many things you've done out there that you don't have no idea that maybe you've done something or probably have affected people for a change and look up to you and they can do as a mentor. And with this, you just haven't mentioned you, but I'm just saying so the, the potential out there is so amazing, like you know, like your energy and your love and just endorsing you. You're my last you're my last endorsement. I ain't gonna be jinkle, but the pink though, you know what I, I was traveling how to do it because I never met you before. I just tweeted you back and <laughs> forth. So I said I gotta do this right because I know she's got a big following, so I don't know what sure I'm gonna eat crap right. <laughs> so thank uh, you were
1: the, you were the only endorsement that mentioned the cats, so you really did get it right. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: and the and the pink and the pink and yeah. the pink. I get to be excited, all that stuff, you know. Yeah. So I hope you get to work together one day. You know, if you need any help, any volunteer, I you know, for doing anything lifting or I do art, as you know.
1: Yes, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll be in touch. So, as I said, I've got some projects that are yeah. that are I know you're busy. I really appreciate you coming You're
0: busy right now. I know we try kind to of work out a schedule and come uh, when you tweeted me the other day, he said, let's do it. I said, Okay, let's do it. I wasn't sure you're gonna need it like later on in the months or whatever, but that's so no, no, no.
1: i I had to get through that uh, that round of performances that I just had. And uh, then I could think about what happened next. But uh, Mozart ate my la- entire life last week. Love uh, Mozart. <laughs>
0: yeah, Mozart. Beethoven, Bach.
1: Just uh, Mozart last week. We're he- we're heading into Bach season. So.
0: are you? What, what, yeah. what part of Bach are you doing?
1: Uh, so we're doing the B minor Mass. This is with the yeah. Toronto Mendelssohn Choir. Uh, and we'll be performing that. I don't even know when. I haven't looked that far ahead. And you're a
0: soprano, right? Yep. Oh, that should be, you get, you get it on a video. Are you guys doing it on video, like recording it or whatever to watch?
1: Um. I don't know for recording this concert. You can see some of our former concerts on the TM Choir YouTube channel.
0: Okay, TM Choir. I can't remember that. TM movie.
1: Choir. Yep. Um, okay. So, there they have a really active YouTube channel. You can spot me somewhere, like buried in the second or third row of sopranos. <laughs> uh,
0: two minutes left. Favorite one. Two minutes left. Favorite foods.
1: Favorite foods. Uh, dark chocolate. Um, oh, nice. Yes. Uh, chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> macaroni and, and cheese. And uh, tea, I really love tea.
0: Oh, yeah, what kind of tea you like? I like uh, Earl Grey, the real one. Um, I
1: I very much like Earl Grey. I'm a big fan right now. One of my favorite teas is uh, sweet lemon green tea, um, which is just uh, a blend that I get from the tea emporium, and it's quite lovely and really nice to have in the afternoon.
0: I guess I got a one minute, one minute and 20 seconds left. Anything you want to add? Uh, I didn't cover, I think I got it all.
1: Um, you know. I wanted to add that um, running for election was a huge part of my year, but uh, and I'm going to be processing that for a long time. But I am just so grateful to everybody who gave me their support, who gave me a YouTube endorsement or a video endorsement or retweeted anything. It was really amazing to learn how many people care passionately
0: I'm gonna get cut okay. off in about one minute here, but just wait. So you no, know, about
1: building you. a better city that takes care of all of us. Great.
0: Thanks yeah. for coming on the show. I'm gonna I'll send you another video, and thank you so much. I really appreciate it, and nice to meet you finally. It's good to finally video. meet
1: you, Phil. It was great yeah, chatting. Yeah, You know,
0: you're a lovely lady. I think you're an amazing lady. I think you're a mentor to a lot of people. I'm gonna get cut off here, but I hope you the best. I hope to work with you one day, and I hope you see in city council.
1: <laughs> thank you so much, Phil. You take Have care. Have
0: a great Thanks so much for coming on the show. Ciao. You know? Ciao. Uh, take care, Jenny. Ciao. You Bye.